If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This is episode 57 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast, and we're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams. Each week, we're bringing you inspiration, encouragement, practical ideas, and of course, a challenge that'll help you build more intimacy and connection in your marriage. And we'll have a whole lot of fun and laughter along the way. This is really hard because this is New Year's. It's New Year's. It is New Year's Day. It is New Year's Day. And we're in Studio B. And we are in Studio B. It's not, we're not big drinkers, so we're not no. like hungover, but I feel like we are. I think I had about a half an ounce of champagne last night. I do it just enough to toast and be friendly, yeah. but you know us, we're kombuchers. I like the bubbles, they tickle my tongue. They do, they're very delicious. But we did have a New Year's party last night. Yes. And we kicked everybody out at 11.30, which was kind of funny. <laughs> They're looking at us like, really? Are we going to stay another half an hour? No, we're, t- we're ready no, for bed. We're like turning off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> well, the music's going. And it was actually snowing. There was snow and ice in Austin, in Texas. In Austin, Texas. It so is we're like, like 25 degrees outside right now. We did have the excuse of, you need to get home safe. You want to get out before all the drunks hit the street. So yeah. that's why we're shutting it down at 1130. Meanwhile, <laughs> it is now, what is it? Almost 1130 on New Year's Day. And I'm still in my pajamas and bathrobe. Heck and yeah. loving every minute of it. It's beautiful. Our poor day. little Texas house can't handle this cold. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I'm living in the frozen tundra. Like, like we're in an igloo. I know. It doesn't know what to do with itself. It doesn't know. The but furnace would just run 25 hours a day. We've tried to cozy up the house. We're like, should we run the oven? Get out all your blankets and pillows. We had a little uh, party loft for the kids last yeah. night. And so all our pillows and blankets are up there. So I think I'm going to go jump in there after we're done and Yeah, it's like cozy a giant up. ball pit, only instead of balls, it's blankets and pillows. <laughs> this was like the blanket Christmas. Like everybody got a cozy blanket, so it's yeah. kind of fun. We're like, ooh, I'm so cozy. I'm so cozy. Well, um, so today right. we yeah. do want to talk about... Um, a couple of things. New Year's resolutions, yay or nay. Yep. Um, what works? Resolutions or intentions? And the importance of sharing your goals for the new year and having a New Year's conversation together. Because in, that's what we're about. We're about um, just kind of giving you the tools to have those conversations that are going to build more intimacy and connection in your marriage. So yeah. we're all about that today. Oh my goodness. Today is, like I said, it's all about bathrobes and movies <laughs> and games and cozy blankets here in the Williams household. And we're talking about, we got up this morning, we we're just like, like, what are we resolving to do this year? Well, and it's like, we, we have these resolutions. Some people are like, oh yeah, you should make a new year's resolution. Yeah. And other people are like, oh, they're just a bunch of bunk. They're going to fall by the wayside in a couple days. Yeah. There's this whole polarization about new year's resolutions. There are people who are like, that is so 1974. 74? Geez, we know. weren't even born then. Were there valley girls in 74? I'm pretty sure that no. That that I was doing? No. Pretty sure no. People were just like so dismissive of it. And, and I mean, not just like, I've been hurt and wounded in the past, so I don't do it. But like experts saying, don't do it. It's a waste of time and everything. And then there are people like Facebook will be filled with coaches like us 
pumping Coaches. your feed full what a of, bunch of, you can do it. We can help. Wait, that's Home Depot. Anyway, oh. <laughs> um, there'll be people pumping it up or pumping it down. And I, like, I, I think I've figured this whole thing out. Well, so, uh, so we're going to share why resolutions really fail. You know what? If you actually think about the word resolutions, it has the base word. I'm going to get my nerdy teacher hat on here. Like if you break down the English version, it talks about being resolute about something. And if you think of someone who's come to the point where they're resolute, it's like there is no going back. Um, A lot of times in Legendary Marriage, we talk about a defiant decision. Yeah. We talk about those moments where you're just like, no, I am not putting up with this crap anymore, and it is ending today. Um, But the research actually suggests that New Year's, quote, resolutions die off within the first one or two weeks. Yeah. So I'm not... By February, like 80% of people by by February don't even remember what their resolution was. They were not very resolute. But um, I, I will admit, I've been one of those people, but I feel like maybe the better term for what most people set is an intention. Mm-hmm. And that's s- really important. Sure. Intentions are really, really important, both in the kind of like setting your intentions for the day. Like, sure. We wanna, we always want to be intentional about yeah. things. But when you... L- when that's the end of it, like I intend to lose 50 pounds this year, or I intend to make my marriage better this year, or I intend to go and, you know, learn how to parasail this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, let's just take the real, what's next? The really, you're off, you're off and running to the next thing. I think a lot of people set, um, a new year's intention to lose weight and get healthy. I feel like that's a big one that a lot of people said number one. Yeah. Type of resolution. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things where I can easily say that because I feel like this is, this is going to be one of mine because you and I have had the tough conversations. You know how a lot of people shy away from those, uh, health and fitness conversations with their spouse because they can go awry Real quick. Pretty easily. Um, but if So, you- honey, how much weight are you planning to lose this week, <laughs> this month, this year? This second. Um, what do you mean? What? You think I'm fat? Yeah. Um, and the train collides. And <sighs> your resolution is over. Um, the 30 pounds, like I can say, it, I can say, you know, I'd like to lose 30 pounds this year. Mm-hmm. And then... The question is, why? Because a lot of resolutions or intentions or whatever you want to say, goals, fall short because you don't have the big why. Mm -hmm. The big why is, what's the fire in your belly that's making you do this? And if you don't have the fire in your belly, you're going to be one of those one or two weakers that's going to fall off. And you got to move past the... Well, I should lose 30 pounds. Yeah, the doctor or, said. Or, or <laughs> the, the, the shame reasons, right? Like, yeah. I should, the doctor said, and the comparison reasons. Well, the girl across the street or the guy across the, the street or at, at work, yeah. you know, he's in real good shape. And I've, I feel like I should get in better shape. And you got to move past the fear reasons like, I don't want to mm-hmm. die. Right, which is which, a great, it's which a, it's can a be huge a good motivator. But fear is a, it's a great motivator in the short term. It it'll 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 get you 
up and moving when a bear is chasing you through the yeah. woods, yeah. but it's not a good long-term motivator. So, honey, so you got to move past those <laughs> and get to the one that has heart to it. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be broken down on the floor sobbing. No. But, but it means there's some heart to it. There's a tenderness to the to the why. Well, that's I'll give you to tap into. I'll give you my example. Yeah. And Justin and I have so, said that our uh, part of our big goals for this year are health and fitness goals. Yeah. Because for us, not for everybody, and we're not about on this podcast just like, oh, it's going to be all about health and fitness, but for the two of us, we've had the conversation that for us to tackle health and fitness is going to have a big overflow into yeah. a lot of other areas it's where a we need pin for us. Yeah, where we need that extra energy, that extra motivation, that extra confidence. But for me the big why is and if you're not sure how to get there to get to your big why um, let's say for for an example for me I want to say I'm going to lose 30 pounds. And and Justin could say well why? Um, well, I want to be able to have more energy and just feel healthier. Well, why? Well, I want to be able to, you know, keep up with my kids and I'll, okay, well, why? Um, because it's important to me to be able to be a good role model. Yeah. Okay. Well, why? Well, because, you know, I want to set an example for them that is healthy and sets them off on a right foot where they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you can just keep going. Why, why, why? So, so not why. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, let's, let's step away from the why because it can put people on the defensive. That's true. Honey. Right. So when your spouse says, Hey, because I want us to be better role models, mm-hmm. physical uh, yeah. fitness role models for our kids. Great. What's behind that? Or what's important about that? No, I'm asking you, what's what's important about that? What's behind that? Well, I just, I know that I can go into default mode with the kids of like giving them treats and sugar and, you know, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And I see the future of what that holds for them, a battle of, you know, their weight, their activity level, their mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like I'm doing them a disservice in setting bad patterns in place at such a young age. Okay. And that's an important part of, <laughs> of your why is for others. Yeah. But, but I'm curious about what's more about what's in it for you. Well, another piece of what's in it for me is that I think we've mentioned on the podcast before that we are older parents. Um, I'm 41, you're 42, and we have a three and a six-year-old. So we're already older yeah. parents, but we are actually um, in the process of try to get pregnant with more children. <laughs> I'm not sure in the process, but well, yeah, it's on the radar. F- it's as, on the radar. As the Southern vernacular would say, yeah. we're fixing to. We're fixing to. <laughs> we're fixing to. And so being a 41, 42, 43 year old mom of a newborn is already one of those things that's like people frown upon it. Mm-hmm. for a reason and that's because you don't have as much energy and you don't have as much you know of all that you know <laughs> kind of stuff that you need to be a mom of a newborn so babe that's that is it feels it, we're getting closer for you i i feel it yeah and i want you to go uh, another peel another layer a little closer to the heart mm. <laughs> ask me a better question 
what what's behind your desire to get into better shape? Um, I want to be a more accurate version of myself. Mm. And my myself is somebody who is strong and confident and takes no crap from anybody. And, you know, I, I'm a competitor. Yeah. And I've got that fire in me where, you know, there's nothing going to stop me. I, I'm, like a, I'm like a Rocky movie mm-hmm. where, the, where he runs up the steps. But right now, <laughs> kind of feel like I'm hobbling up those steps and gasping yeah. for air every 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like right now, the and version of myself that I am is not the truest version of myself. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all, y'all hear how we're, we're just encouraging one another and, and asking questions to get sure. a little deeper. We're using curiosity. We're using powerful questions. Start with what? Seven words or less. And just simple questions that, that are in service of the other person. And then you can take the steps with... Um, so I know, Justin, you have a health and fitness goal too. Yeah. And let's get beyond the why thing because we did the why thing for me. Let's do the how thing for you. First of all, tell us sure. your fitness goal that you have for the year. Um. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just one of them. Specifically. Say, yeah, say specifically one. Yeah, yeah. the specific goal. So we said intention is, is where it begins. Resolution is like the defiant decision. It's like, okay, I now is the time. I am claiming this. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the goal is where you start to actually make a plan to get there. Yeah. Um, so beginning with the end in mind, the goal for me is to go down from is to lose almost 30 pounds. Okay. So this is where we get into the nitty gritty. So how? Um, the short answer is nutrition first and then physical exercise. Um, how? Um, I will be doing a paleo diet to begin with. Okay, let's stop there. How? By making you make me food. How? <laughs> By bribing you with fun activities. How? <laughs> I like where this is going, but I'm just currently <laughs> curious. I'm going to use my skill of curiosity and just uh, keep getting curious here. How yes. are you going to bribe me? Um, I was thinking like we could go on some kind of town square-ish date night thing each every like two weeks where there's a good where I have a good track record of, of eating well. Oh, how's that going to work? What do you mean? Well, you get in the car and you go someplace. Um, we have children that require care. We yeah, have... Stick them in front of the TV. They'll be fine. Mm. All right. So I'm, I kind of edge out around this with your, your very abrupt how. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of... My, my inner rebel kind of goes, F you. That's how. <laughs> Okay, I could have put it a little bit more delicately. Yeah. Um, so y'all might want to try... More delicate than me? Yeah. I've been... So I have a value called the blowtorch, and that means I just get to the point. Yeah. And sometimes that can rub people the wrong way. So I apologize, yeah. honey. Yeah. <laughs> but, Indeed. But you see, the gist of that is like, sometimes we say like, oh, well, I'm going to join a gym. Mm-hmm. Well, how? Oh, well, I'm going to... And that would be really cool. Tell about the micro goals. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. 
we're, we're, we'll talk in just a minute about smart goals. If you haven't heard about this, it's, I mean, it's everywhere, but it's a great way of breaking down and setting goals that are really achievable. After but you be- have your big why. After you have <laughs> your big why. But before we even get there, I want to, I want to say pause, stop right now and create one tiny action that will build a little bit of success, a little bit of momentum that'll catalyze your resolve, your resolution mm-hmm. right now. Maybe it's pausing and breathing for one mo- minute, just doing a breathing exercise. Well, Maybe it's dropping to the floor and doing five push-ups. Maybe it's um, well, you calling, said you were gonna do calling a- your spouse and setting the date night or calling the babysitter and, yeah. and getting the babysitting taken care of so that you can do the date night. I love Whatever your idea is, of one tiny action that you can do in five minutes or less, really one minute or less mm-hmm. that, that accomplishes something. This is why, um, there was, uh, this is terrible. I can't remember the reference, but there's a, um, uh, one of the military generals had retired a few years ago, written a book and the, it was basically about making your bed in the morning. Mm. The simple act of pulling your covers back up and fluffing the pillow, so to speak, is you've accomplished something. Like before you've even gone to the bathroom, just throw the covers back up. You don't need hospital corners or anything. You can if you want. Yeah. But a micro action like that sets you up. You have a tiny win and then you string together another win and another one and another one and another one and another one over and over and over. And by the end of your day, you look back and you go, man, I am crushing it. (laughs) Because it's so much easier. It's so important to have those little wins in the bank as you're going after something big like a health and fitness hustle or a marriage hustle or a career hustle or whatever it is. Well, I think also it's just imp- it's so important to have these conversations together. Um, but also you can yes. share them. You know, I feel like if you share your goals, um, you're a little bit more accountable to making it happen. Like if you tell your BFF yeah. about, you know, what you're doing or your coworker or your friend from church or whatever it is, it's like, it's not just the two of you and you're going to derail each other and, you know, collude together. And you're like, yeah. you know, a weekend when you, you know, share a giant chocolate cake together, you go, Oh, well, we're done. Um, But if you share it out there, you're going to have a lot more trouble falling off the wagon. So if I say (laughs) I'm going to lose about 30 pounds, I mean, in the first half of this year, and a big part of that is through nutrition, and I'm going to eat a paleo diet as a big part of getting there, then before Danielle grabs a giant box of donuts at the grocery store and brings them home to share them, out of a mm, loving act of service, donuts. because we also love donuts, <laughs> she's going to go, wait, is this going to serve Justin's goal? Is this going to serve where he is going this year? Yeah. The, the transformational journey he's on this year. Um, and I, even, if, even if your spouse has like a health and fitness goal that they're going after, and let's say I'm in perfect shape and I don't... I don't need to lose any weight. I don't need to, you know, eat paleo or, you know, whatever it is. Maybe I don't have a similar goal than you do. Um, But the truth is because we both have a big why for our goal, we're for each other. We're for our family because um, if he meets his goal and I meet my goal, even though it might be totally separate, um, 
we are serving our family better by yeah. taking care of ourselves and our relationship. And that's the point too, is like, we would love for you guys to have a goal that is work on your marriage yes. this year. Because here's the deal, health and fitness, recreation, career, finances, all of it, mm-hmm. it happens inside your marriage. Your marriage is the container that all that stuff is happening in anyway. Because you're a married person. So if you think that your health and fitness journey is completely independent from your spouse, you you are wrong. And you won't hear me say that a whole lot. But if you think that your life is separate from your spouse's, that your career is separate from their interests, you are just dead wrong. Mm -hmm. Because in a marriage, we are in it together, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Through, over, around, or through whatever comes. And I think a lot of times we um, fall into this trap where when things are a little bit too difficult to talk about, like you brought up finances or things like that or career, it it can get a little tricky. And then you kind of take those conversations off the board because Mm -hmm. it can be too volatile or too, you know, too scary or too vulnerable or whatever it is. But when we take those conversations off the table we start becoming more and more isolated where you do your thing and I do my thing and maybe the two will meet sometime in the middle. And the problem with that is, is, you know, everybody drifts toward isolation if you don't make an intentional point to come back together. And if you keep taking those conversations off the table, then um, what happens is, I'm sorry. We We stop talking about things. Yeah. You just stop talking about pretty much anything. Yeah. And then we find these couples, we have couples that come to us and then they're like in these dire straits and they don't know how they got there. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is you knew you were drifting and drifting and you're going into roommate mode and you're not talking about things and you just think, oh, well, it's just normal. Yeah. Um, but the truth is... Um, Normal 50% of the time uh, ends in divorce. So, (laughs) boom. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, keeping it real here. So, we got some more to say about that, but I want to touch really briefly on the smart goals thing. (laughs) Um, You know, we, because we kind of jumped past it, but it's it's simple. You can Google it and that's fine. But really quickly, uh, there's this system for setting goals that you accomplish. And it is, it's, it's, it's just elemental. Number one is it's smart. S M A R T. Number one is specific, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm going to lose 30 pounds somehow by some time, or I'm going to lose some weight is not specific. Mm-hmm. You know what specific is measurable. Like it's got to have a quantifiable numerical value in some way. Right. Any goal can have that. It's got to be actionable and achievable, like realistic, mm-hmm. right? It's got to be relevant and realistic. So S-M-A-R. Mm-hmm. Specific, t- measurable, actionable, realistic. Oh. And the final one is time-bound. Mm. Because mm. it's not a goal if it doesn't have a deadline. Right. A goal is a micro-project or a macro-project. Mm-hmm. It is a project, just like you would project out something at work. Yeah. A goal is a project. You've got big milestones, you've got work breakdown structure, and you got to break it down and organize it in a way that 
set you up for success. And I love for our mar- for our marriage, you know, maybe you can have the goal of, you know what, I want to have time where we can just connect with one another. And each day I want to have that kind of time. Mm-hmm. And you can set a goal around that. Hey, we could listen to the Mar- Legendary Marriage podcast once a week. Yeah, we, we could can, we can do the 5-minute check-in exercise. We can do the challenge that's at the end of each episode. We can pray together before we go to bed each night. You know, we can, you know, attend the legendary marriage intensive. It really wasn't meant to be a commercial. But, I mean, (laughs) we could read a book together. Whatever it is, um, your marriage does not belong on the back burner. So make it a priority to connect with one another before you have that day where you turn around and go, what happened to us? Why don't we talk anymore? What's going on? And we need help now. Do it now while it's fun. Yeah. You know, have some fun together. Have some cool conversations. And you know what? In our Facebook group, we are always having cool conversations, but we are really going to kick it up a notch this new year in 2018. I'm excited about this. We are starting the Marriage Masterclass on the 11th of 2018. Oh, my gosh. January yeah, in, 11th of 2018. In 10 days from right now, from the time of this recording. It's really cool. So in our in our Legendary Marriage page, we are going to have a Marriage Masterclass where we teach you some of the tools to have those conversations that really will bring more intimacy and connection in your marriage. Yes. Real um, solid um, practical, actionable conversations yes. that you can have. Skills and tools that are going to help you transform your relationship. And then what we'll do is ha- halfway in, we'll jump over to the Facebook group and we'll have more Q&A about the masterclass. Yes. So it's going to be super cool. And we're going to be bringing that to you each Thursday at 8 Central, at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Central. Because we're If you uh, miss it, though, if you miss the live, the recording will be posted in the community. Mm-hmm. And you can go in and watch it anytime, join the conversation anytime over in our community on Facebook. And we'll include all those links on the show notes today. Yes. But I really hope that you are going to make your marriage a priority and join the Marriage Masterclass. Yeah. Um, and also, man, just the challenge this week is have that conversation about not just what's your intention for the year, but what are you resolute about? Yes. What are you resolute about? And kind of go through that conversation in the way that Justin and I modeled, which is the, you know... More fi- the way I modeled than the way you did. Stop. <laughs> Find your big why and then really put some brass tacks into it about how you're going to do it. You Ouch. can use... you. <laughs> could use the smart goals or whatever works for you. It's just get very specific in how you're going to take action. Um, So have those conversations with your spouse and you can find this episode and the show notes as always at legendarymarriage.com for this episode slash zero five seven episode 57. Hey, have a happy new year. Yeah. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.